When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. And welcome to a very exciting bonus episode on the main feed and no it's a bonus episode (laughs) it's exciting it is exciting no one was expecting this were they no one was expecting us to drop a main feed banger on a thursday i mean particularly me and tom it's taken us by complete (laughs) midweek on the main feed what the hell main feed getting the bonus oh we're going bonus on main we're going midweek bonus on main so the idea behind this is we wanted you to hear an episode if you're a main feed subscriber you're not part of the patreon you won't have heard any episodes of flat share lockdown uh the 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 bonus apps that we do uh every we do we do two of them a week now there's loads of them out there and they're all on our Patreon. We wanted you to hear one to sort of see what it's all about. Yeah, whet your appetite and maybe you consider coming and being part of our gang. Why not? Whet your, whet your appetite's weird, isn't it? Because whet your appetite's... It should really be whet your thirst, it feels like. It feels like <laughs> there should be something... It feels like something went wrong with whet your appetite. Well, it's, it's, it's W-H-E-T, isn't it? But I've, done, I've never heard it for any other... What does wetting actually mean? What does I, it mean exa- I mean, come on, yeah. The, does the, it mean... I know, the, I know what it means. <laughs> well, you're still doing it, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to get on the page and find out. Yes, well, look, if you like this kind of chat, <laughs> then, then the Patreon's the place for you. So have a listen to Flatshare Lockdown, see what you think. And, it, you know, the subscription deal, is it's something ridiculous. Like, for two quid a month... You get all kinds of shenanigans, right? 50 episodes, am I right? Okay, yeah. So the, the idea of you launching into telling us what the deal was without... Oh, for two quid a month, you get all kinds of shenanigans. And then the, uh, the, the uh, for, for, for four quid a month, even different shenanigans. I mean, and you're not like me. Ten quid a month, the shenanigans you see for ten quid. Oh, my God. I'm no scientist. You've got to come over and wet your shenanigans. You really do. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. The first fifty episodes are available to the uh, the two the two dollar patrons. Um, if you want to spend four quid uh, at or above, you get every episode that's already been released and the new episodes as they come out each week. Plus, you get bonus beefs and you get discounts to our live shows. There's so there's, there's so many great reasons to join the Patreon, but we think uh, Flatshare Lockdown is the main one. So uh, have a listen, see what you think. Greetings, listener dear. You know the drill. You know who I am. You know who he is. You've heard him before. And she's on the decks. It's Flatshare Lockdown. Oh, it's right. It's start your Flatshare Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, um, hello. You're, you're, stripping, yes. you're stripping the intro right down now. You're dispensing with the pleasantries. It was a deconstructed intro, they would say, on MasterChef. Yeah. <laughs> do you, where do you stand on taking a classic item of food and sort of messing around with it? 
I, I think well, it's I think it's really hard to do like it's really hard to, get, to do well. Don't, don't, don't get Clarky started on trifle because. Uh, <laughs> I mean, tri- trifle is kind of by its nature a bit deconstructed, isn't it? It's it, the, the ingredients are all separated. Otherwise, it would be like an eaten mess. But um, but yeah, I think I think maybe I need a little bit of a crash course in what what a trifle a, is. A kind of deconstructed. I know what a trifle is, mate. It's bowl of slop. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> um, what a deconstructed thing is is it like they just literally kind of separate out the ingredients. Yeah, I I, I think so. I I mean. Like it's, like Dairy Dunkers is like deconstructed cheese sandwich, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of like it's a bit like when they go our take on the classic, you know, like yeah. our take on the classic apple crumble. I remember going to a uh, a, a gastro pub when Tom used to live in Clapham. Uh, that, what was that nice gastro pub? It was called the Oak or something like that. Anyway, it was yes. around the corner for where you lived. It was very very nice. We were there one time, and I had. Um, it was either a deconstructed or an R take on an apple crumble. <laughs> and when it arrived, do you remember this, Barry? I got when, so. when it arrived, right? Here's what they'd done. Number one, they I got a whole apple. <laughs> I got a whole what? apple. Are they on bothered a plate. cooking it for you, or did they it give was, you a plate? I would say it was mildly stewed. Oh, it yeah. may have been a it may have been a steamed apple. So um, it was a steamed company as well. Seconds. I should tell you that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, so I, they, they got an apple. So and they'd sliced it kind of horizontally. Okay. Uh, and then in the middle, they'd filled it up with kind of uh, flour and, you know, well, basically like a, cr- like a kind a of crumble, crumble a kind of crumbly, a, a, kind of, a kind of buttery, biscuity, crumbly type middle. And uh, so it's an inside out. Yeah, but crumble. not even that. It was like, a, it was like, a, it was like, a, again, it was like a sandwich, but the outside was the bread. And the crumble was the filling. It was just really hard to eat as well. Because how do you get into that to make sure you're getting... The good thing about apple crumble is spoon goes in, or, you know, if you're our friend uh, Tom, the guy who wrote in, fork goes in, uh, knife goes in, ladle goes in, whatever. <laughs> spoon. Yeah, the spoon. it's always going to be spoon, isn't it? Spoon goes in, you, you pull it out, and you're getting all of the things you want. You're getting the apple underneath, yeah, you're getting yeah, the crumble totally. on top. If you've got a bit of custard, yum, yum, yum. Whereas this, it's like, how do I get at it? Do I go in with a knife and fork? What am I doing here? Hand. Yeah. Pick the whole thing up with your hand. I yeah, my... I guess you could eat it like, like, as you would eat a normal apple and just Toffee bite into apple it. Whip. But so then... Skewer through it. Yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of pub grub that goes on where it's clearly someone who, you know, works in a pub kitchen who spent a bit of time watching you know, Master Chef or yeah. Great British Menu and comes in on a Monday morning and thinks, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Today is the I'm first inspired. day of the rest of my chefing life. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, and then people say, please don't swear. Uh, and, it has, um, <laughs> and, and he says, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to do it. I'm absolutely yeah. going to do it today. Today is the day. We're I changing love... the menu. Hand me that <laughs> jar of Dolmio. We're changing the menu. All right, okay, let's not go down this today's the day route. We did enough of that. <laughs> this is recorded uh, the day after the the, the, the last uh, Flatshare Slamdown. Thanks a lot if you if you joined us. But if you don't, you'll hit. You know, there's plenty of reference to the Dolmio family on that. <laughs> For some reason, one that neither of our guests ever enjoy at any point. <laughs> they never really hopped on board. Our today is the day. 
um, uh, reference there. But uh, you know what? That's all right. Absolute Stonewall. The Here's Domino. the thing. <laughs> Stonewall the Dolmio family. Here's the thing about Flatshare Slamdown. We're always in the majority. <laughs> no matter how, you know, no, no matter how, we, 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 you know, even, I'd say even when we bring on, you know, more than one, more than one guest in a team, even when there's been like three of them and three of us, we're still in the majority. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we present a united front. Um, but yeah. uh, I had the, I, I had at a restaurant, um, a little sort of, uh, it was like a, it was like a sort of uh, an, an oblong of um, what was called our take on fish and chips. But it was probably, it was slightly, slightly smaller than a matchbox. Um you know, a bit like oh, maybe a bit, bit, maybe like two USBs stuck together and it was our take of fish and chips and you ate it and you're like, yeah, it tastes like fish and chips, but that's not what you want from fish and chips. You don't want just the taste in one little cube. You want to feel physically, you yeah. know, like if you want to feel physically full, you want your ribs to hurt after fish and chips. Here's our take on a chicken yeah. soup. It's an, it's an oxo. You just lick it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a... It's just an upset. Um, that our take just sounds like they've just our, our take is we've taken away half. Yeah, <laughs> or we tried something, we got it wrong, and this is what we came up with instead. <laughs> this is my is take. No one- I think people could try that with things like this. Is my take on on my coursework? <laughs> Hang on, there's, there's four. There's four words here. Yeah, well, it's oh, the essence. Brilliant. It's the essence of coursework. Um, <laughs> Very much just give them all the the punctuation in one go. (laughs) Just a big jumble of words. Deconstructed coursework. That boy's going to go far. It's heavily heavily diluted. It's it's virtually homeopathic, this coursework. (laughs) I love that. That that feels like one of those things where it's like, and they got an A star. Yeah. yeah, but only because they stuck two pencils up their noses. Of course, famously. <laughs> they just must take on the exam. Look. response to what is bravery? Oh, what? who's asking that question? Which teacher is writing? What is bravery? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love those. I love those stories because they're all yeah. bollocks. Yeah, but they're, great, all, they're all entertaining. Absolutely the, great. Do you think get the? Oh, <laughs> this is an apple eat it. Imagine this is an apple eat. This is an apple, this is an eat, apple it. eat it. Well, I'll do more than that. I'll serve it in my local pub. <laughs> Have you got a very sharp knife that can, that can slice through a cricket ball? Is that because did I'm, did you, you you heard that like at your school when it was like this is an apple eat it? They threw it. They threw him a cricket ball, and yeah. he said, "You peel it first. First you like, peel it. Yeah. First you peel it. Yeah. And everyone, yeah. everyone got an A." Which, <laughs> but then you're like everyone got everyone in apple. school everyone in that guy's school got into Cambridge <laughs> his whole year group it's a big year <laughs> apart from the one guy who, who who afterwards ate the apple and died yeah he did <laughs> <laughs> no one talks about the guy who actually had a go at eating the cricket ball <laughs> yeah. that's, that's he my also hero. he also got in you know there's, at his, there's at two his, sides to that coin at his funeral when people are going I'm sorry you died by the cricket ball and it's fair to say we've all got a lump in our throats today <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 um, should we do some emails if I yeah. was that if I was that Tom's lecturer 
Well, I'm just thinking if I was that lecturer and I threw a cricket ball at someone and said, this is an apple, eat it, and they gave it a good go, I'd think, this guy will do any... This guy's going to be good to, for me to have on campus because if I need someone to carry my books, you know, fucking fix my tyre, you know, like, like this is... I'm gonna, this guy's an going... Alibi. He's on. Well, I'm like, like, oh, yes. So, sorry, why are you doing that? Because you asked me to. Great. Okay, come, well, you're going to be my... You're like, you, you absolutely let them into Cambridge and be like, okay... Lecture one, you've got a wallpaper my study, whatever it is. Like, you just got yeah. really good mileage out of someone like that. It, it, you go. To me, it, 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 it smacks of like um, you, a hungover teacher with no lesson plan, yeah. one of these things. Like they come in and they just, they're just, oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, hoping that they're hoping that they're going to, you know, like, because I imagine a normal interview for university, you know, it should last sort of between 15 and 25 minutes, right? It should be a, a long time. Maybe they're like, I just can't be bothered. I'm going to go for the, the one big question. They see the cricket ball on their desk. The person I would be most worried about is the guy who gave it a good go and like broke all their teeth. Because then you're, then you're in trouble as the, as the lecturer, right? That's, in, that's on you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're stressed. You know they want to get into this university. You've said, "Eat this, eat this cricket ball like an apple." They've done it. You're you're in the shit there. That's the story they don't. Yeah, that feels more like bullying. Yeah, exactly. That's the story they don't tell you, though, is it? All of the all of the lecturers that lost their jobs forcing nineteen year olds to eat cricket balls like apples. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. And also yeah. the lecturer who... <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking about the, the, the lecturer who doesn't quite get it, who like throws an apple at someone and says, this is a cricket ball. Let's have a game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> How was your interview? Yeah, it was great. I played, I played cricket with a... Uh, a granny smith and then off we went <laughs> smashed it to pieces put it on the local pub lunch menu. yeah it was my deacon this is my deconstructed take on a cricket ball and an apple <laughs> scoop it off the grass um the crumble Done. inside is actually a first year's <laughs> i mean what you want like obviously you understand why they're doing it because you want to get to the you know you want you want people who are a bit of a spark who kind of think for themselves yeah. everyone's yeah everyone's going to prepared for a cambridge everyone's going to say well a fellow's this because of that and, and yeah. like you know you need oh, someone who's it's not, it's not a bad take <laughs> well I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't get in famously failed one. <laughs> a fellow's this because of that yeah, I never quite. I hadn't read a fellow. I don't know why I'd gone. For, I don't know why I started talking about a fellow. To be honest, um, <laughs> panicked and ate a cricket bowl. Don't, don't worry, I brought my own lunch. I came in. I said, "Don't worry, I brought my own lunch." I opened a Tupperware and just noshed into a baseball. <laughs> really, really thrive off. Thought this is what you're into. I eat a brick sandwich. Hell, that'd be such a, that'd be such a funny be, move. It'd be so good to have to have a cricket ball in your hand the whole way and pretend to be eating it like an apple while you're. While you're talking, while you're discussing, oh god, that would be really good. Oh, if there's gosh. anyone, if any of our listeners ears have got an Oxbridge interview coming up, please do that for us. Yeah, I'd say number one, stop listening to this because it's going to rot your brain. It's going to, it's going to do more damage to your brain than a cricket ball does your teeth. It's a deconstructed yeah. podcast. It's, a de- it's going to deconstruct your brain. Take on intelligence. Good way of describing as actually a deconstructed podcast. Yeah. Um, would would a deconstructed version of this podcast, though, 
is there like I'll tell you that is there like an arts project in this where you would put out an episode where we've all recorded ourselves on separate tracks as we do for the important ones yeah uh, and then you just put out them three consecutively one after the other and get someone else to edit them well you just you, that's your experience of listening it's to like it like a dog starting hot cars out is that what you're coming to no it's dog starting hot listen I've now's had the time to listen to, to you individually to to line you all up and and it is it is nonsensical and it doesn't make and it but it's brilliant yeah it would be arty I'm happy <laughs> to put it out has anyone done that as a play now's the time to confess by the way I'm the producer of Dog's Died Hot Cars second album I I got <laughs> in I, I was out of my depth I just kind of I came up with this new plan um, has any playwright done that where it's a performance of the same scene over and like three individual performers act out the scene so you don't see like it's a three act it's a three act kind of evening because i would i i think there's something that's fucking royal court mate (laughs) it's very difficult though like it would definitely work in in smaller chunks but very hard to follow not, you're if you're, ones, not if you're right? in the royal court. Three mate. different people's perspectives, <laughs> haven't they? They're but a different calibre at the royal court. Like they, they're coming in clued up. They're ready for it. I think actually, I think staged, it would be easier to deal with than audio. I feel like because you'd have the visual markers of where people yeah, were. were. You know, so for example, if someone is talking to a chair, then when the, when someone sits in that chair, you'll sort of have the memory of someone talking to the chair you'll know exactly. that that's the other especially, half of the conversation. The royal, court, the royal court audience will be all over that. They'll look at that chair and they'll know. Exactly. And then right at the end, you just the final one is just a dude in the corner masturbating and you're like, going, well, this changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, are you writing yourself an, a character in this? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, there is definitely some... I, I bet... I, I mean, if someone must have done that in, in like the kind of... Yeah. Well, it's, your it, face it, era, it, but it's... It'd definitely be good to see, you know, like if, if you know, like as a scene, I think it'd be brilliant. It's a very hard to play, but a very good improv game um, where one person comes on and does a scene on their own and event, and you keep adding in more people. So if someone does a scene where they're effectively having a com- conversation and meeting other people, um, it's normally quite a sort of simple scene, you know, like I'm going to the fairground, I'm buying some candy floss, I'm looking at the, 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 the big wheel, I'm deciding whether or not to go on it. Then the next person comes in. Then more and more people come in until everybody in there. What do we eat this toffee apple? <laughs> exactly. You see, that's how it works. Um, I've seen it played before really well. It's really brilliant. But every time I ever tried to play it with our university uh, drama group, it just fell apart. It's really, really hard to do. But that's just, that's like, it's the same kind of principle, but it's distinct mm. from that, isn't it? Because it requires... You, all the bits are, st- are carried on being filled in. As long as the first person can do the exact same thing three, four, five times, it's very, that's very easy to follow. But the idea of doing that, the idea of doing like, you know, if you could be really ambitious and do like 10 people, so it's 10, the, the whole thing lasts, you know, whatever, an hour, and it's, it's 10 people same, doing six, the same six minutes over and over again. It's one person. This is Clarky's Edinburgh debut. I think this is good, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's it one is, yeah. it's one actor playing every one every actor, part. One actor playing a room full of ten people in a and you, a scene that happens because so there's going to be. I would take, be quite a good scene to do it in. Would be like a police interview because that you could really kind of 
Yeah, but do you, do you know, wait do you know what? to get the full picture of what's going on. But the the, the, the scene I want to the scene I'd be looking forward to the most is um, you like in the in the first maybe this wouldn't be yeah, this wouldn't be the last one but in the, in the first oh. one the first guy would say you know would say for example um, oh no thanks mate and uh, that would be like you know four and a half minutes into the six minutes and then like one scene would be entirely empty for four and a half minutes and some bloke would come and go they want a cup of tea <laughs> uh, no, thanks, mate. Like, that would be the bit you'd be really excited about isn't it you'd be going fucking hell in a second we're gonna have to watch just the dude who came in once four and a half minutes in to ask if anyone wants a cup of tea that's i think that is genuinely what, what scintillating theater. Is, imagine the release you the see him making feel. it and then coming in to offer it and then have to go back out and just tip it out. No, 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 no. You'd never see him make it. No, no, no. I think, I think no, you're missing you're what's right. in, 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 intrinsically good about this. You don't want to see a sure, guy making, sure. making the tea. You want to, you want, you want that bit where the audience yeah. is going, you know, the first 30 seconds, they don't know who the, act, the, the character is. Eventually, some of them are going to, be, going to be remembering that in the first scene, someone said, no, thanks, mate. Who's the no, thanks, mate guy? It's a bloke coming in offering a cup of tea. Yeah. I think that's good. I, I mean... It really works. I'd really go for works. that. I'd go just for that moment. If it's a police interrogation scene, how? Why are they letting a man wank in the corner? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they're, they're, he's behind the plate. He's behind the uh, the Glass. the one main mirror. I uh, well, or <laughs> either that. This, this tea's a bit milky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was going to say either it, that, or we set it in the Philippines. It's yeah, it's a good idea. Look, I think it's a good idea. I think, I think it's, it's good deconstructed. Idea, man. I wonder if someone's done it. Maybe this is my route into the uh, Royal Court playwriting uh, podcast that I've listened to. Um, maybe that's how I'm going to get on it. One of the I, few I, people who's not that bothered about getting a play on at the Royal Court, but really wants to go on their podcast. Oh, yeah, no, I want to be <laughs> the, on the only man who never listens to podcasts as well. <laughs> I want to be interviewed as a playwright on the Royal Court Playwrights podcast without ever having to go through the trauma of writing a play that is getting performed at the royal court um yeah so um but maybe that could be the one i mean the one i have got one that i think is uh, i i think it's friend of the time um what i was gonna say um um but yeah maybe well i think i've told you both this outside of the pod so i don't know if i'm i'm gonna bore you by repeating it um just very quickly though i do think we should experiment with putting out a deconstructed episode i think listener dear might be up for that as like an avant-garde art like it's the kind of thing you'd read about someone doing in the 70s and be like fucking cool that i don't think we could you know i don't think the problem these days is everyone's out there doing everything isn't it so like Pro- like there's too many people doing stuff these days, but like if this was the seventies and we, it was only uh, about eight people doing stuff. We'd, we'd get in a fucking textbook or something. We, we, we'd be like, you know, people would fucking, it'd be an underground sensation. Whereas now it's just like another week, another fucking pod. <laughs> Pods think- are like, podcasts are like weeds in the uh, garden of creativity. Just like taking over and throttling everything until it'll oh just be weird. hell! Look, I know I know you're busy with other stuff at the moment, mate. But if you, I, I, I said this when you, I said this when you, when you started to get busy. I said if you need to do fewer of these, that is fine. But um, I can't have you coming on here and calling them weeds. 
in the garden of creativity, throttling, throttling all other work. We appreciate you've got a busy day, mate. We appreciate you've got a busy day. All right. But listen, we were there early doors. We're nothing wrong with us. We're we're a good one of those good weeds, you know, like uh, I don't know, fucking dandelion or something i don't know so you've but got like, a sort of U- a ukip attitude to uh, podcasting last, wow, it's just gone yeah come on i mean it's too many now we've got we've got to shut the door at some point the podcasting <laughs> world has got to say no more can i say or like uh, no uh, i'm i'm gonna separate myself from this this uh, what the thoughts of Tom Parry here because I I make a living out of that's this. your yeah that's that, this is Emma's bread and butter you're, you're throttling you're here enabling you're enabling yeah I am this. I am I'm going out and feeding these weeds who's I'm turning around and saying some of these weeds someone needs to say look there's no need for you to start a podcast like that, that conversation isn't happening enough guys I need to sit you down. <laughs> but I, but you, oh, no. surely though do you not do you not think there's uh there's an element of kind of um I mean, meritocracy is the wrong word but basically if you know the what i like about podcasts is you can do a podcast about anything you like you can do it really easily there's a real sort of genuine diy uh sort of ethos to it and if people don't listen to it people don't listen to it it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not it's very it's democratic. Not, yeah, and that hurts, yeah. you know. I tried, to start a, <laughs> I tried to start a second podcast, you know, just last year. No one listened to it. Totalitarian. <laughs> because because like, of all the other fucking podcasts. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's why, is it? <laughs> Was this your NFL podcast? Look, let's move on. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just not talk about it, all right? Um, anyway, let's get into emails, shall we? Uh, <laughs> let's get into emails. Have we got one of something in uh, podcasts being the weeds in the garden of creativity? <laughs> I mean, I know, you, I know you do because you said it, but uh, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no, I've got no problem with Peter Crouch. He's welcome to it. Um, uh, right, so I'm assuming we're going to get some a burning missive from Adrian, aren't we? <laughs> Shouldn't we? <laughs> I, still, I, thought, I, I was looking through, I can't even find a message from Adrian. <laughs> I think we had a ghost message from Adrian. <laughs> I think we're going to find out if we say, we go, go and look for this message, they're going to say, Adrian? <laughs> but Adrian died 300 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he had a cricket ball. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, <laughs> General stuff, some good, clean general stuff off the bat. Levi, a Patreon says, uh, I'm listening on my iPod. Yeah, we had a few, a few people oh, getting go. in touch saying they, they listened on the uh, on the iPod. Uh, Rowan, Rowan's a mechanic. He said he doesn't want to get his, uh, I don't know, get his phone dirty. So he uses, he uses an old, uh, an old iPod. So, uh, so yeah, still happening. Fair still enough, out right. there. That's pretty fucking cool. How are you connecting these iPods to things? Do they not, are they not like... They have Defunct? USB cables. No. Bah, USB cable. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Although, actually, you, you've got a laptop and no USB cable, haven't you? So it's probably not fine for you. Yeah, you have to just be... Uh, well, some iPods can connect to the internet, can't they? So you could just... up. Presumably, you could just... You could just, like, do it over Wi-Fi. You can just update your pods over Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. I might just don't. Oh, I've yeah. got three... I've just found three old iPods. Have you? Yeah, all next to each other in a row. And I kind of thought, I wonder if I'll be able to, well, is it, is it going to be a bit like finding old cassette mixtapes? Yeah. It's like, if you fire up the old, old iPod and be like, 
dogs tying up cars. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you know, like, I, I imagine they will be on. You know, that was very much the era for us, wasn't it? There, mm-hmm. there's dogs tying up cars on one of those iPods. I, like, what? do you fire up an iPod and find out what's on it? I have the that? thing with old phones as well. I always think, should I just keep these old phones and look at the photos? But just the hassle of it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the, you think, oh god, I have to remember how to use an old, an old Samsung phone. I literally, just this yeah, literally this week, Megan's just sold three of our old phones. She went through kind of a drawer with all our old tech in and, and sold off three of our old phones. What did you, What did you iPod. get for an old for an old phone? Oh, I'd be mate, interested but, to know this. Uh, like I think for one of them it's like three pound fifty. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. But I think like, it's for three pound fifty. The bin. stuff inside it that's it's, worth three pound fifty. Now that's it. If you definitely want photos. to keep hold of the stuff, but you know, rather than throwing it away, I think mm. it might get put to use. My dad sent me a message. As, uh, like we've got an old computer towel, one of those big old, and I've just uh, sorry, a computer a, towel tower. No, I'm, I, I'm, I can either pretend I know what a computer towel is and just nod away <laughs> or I can ask. I'm glad I did. But um, I also don't know what a computer tower is either. You know, like oh, yeah. the ones where you go into an office and it's it's the uh, the computer that you plug into a screen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Built yeah. in one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that big block. Yeah. An ancient one of those. With a disk drive in it. Yeah, all of that. And he said, can we get rid of it now? And I, I said, oh, should we keep the hard drive for... I don't know what's on it. Uh, can I keep... Is it worth keeping the hard drive? Because there's probably old photos and stuff, but I just don't have... You're never going to you're never going to get round to it, are you? Uh, so nah. he's taking the hard drive out and then throwing the rest at a squirrel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh, anyway, anyway, it's... um. It's, but I mean, that's it. I've got a load of phones. I've got a load of uh, pictures on my phone that I just don't look at. You just don't, do you? No. Just, you just don't get unless you get those uh, those brilliant videos that you know when it says on this day we put a bit of mu- put a bit of sort of Mumford and Sons type music to you just taking photographs of your your tea from a year ago. Um, this this is a great message coming up here um, from Tom. Um, it's very, this is basically, this is the, uh, the, the Venn diagram intersection between our show and uh, Elaine Page's show on Sundays on Radio 2. This is most embarrassing acting moments from Tom via Pappy's Flatshare at gmail.com. Get in touch. Oh, yeah, do. Following on from Clarkie's mistake in the Pied Piper, I remembered my most embarrassing evening of acting in a summer theatre school performance. I was Dandy Dan in the summer school production of Bugsy Malone. We'd already done a few nights and it had been going well. One night, I thought I'd finish my scenes for the half and disappear back to the dressing room (laughs) to check on my drawn-on moustache and have a snack. A few minutes later, the director came roaring into the room, grabbed me by the arm and dragged me back down the corridor towards the stage. It turned out there was a scene where I meet Fat Sam and give him some money for something that I completely forgotten. Oh, give him some money uh, for something that I completely forgotten about. Um, Sam had walked out from the wings on his side of the stage, expecting me to come on from the other side, but I didn't appear. So he just kept on walking <laughs> until he left, the, he left the stage again on Still the other side. Today. Still walking <laughs> Still walking. Yeah, he's kept going. It was like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I then got tossed onto the stage a minute later and we started the scene. My mind was blank though, so I just mumbled something like, Hello, Sam, how are you? 
<laughs> Sam then had to ad-lib something which would remind me of my lines. Um, finally, they came back Fucking to me hell. and the scene started to flow and the adrenaline started to, to subside. However, <laughs> Sam, how are you? <laughs> Sam, how are you? Oh, Did you have oh, a nice I walk think... across the stage a few minutes ago? Was that nice? A classic line we remember from the Alan Parker movie. Hello, <laughs> Sam, how are you? Still fat? <laughs> 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 How's your speech? Easy as usual. Um, <laughs> um, finally, they. How's your slam? <laughs> um, finally, they came back to me, and the scene started to flow, and the adrenaline started to subside. However, the final kick in the teeth was yet to come. I had to give Sam some money during the scene, and, and, and this night, for the first time, I decided it'd be very cool if I took my hat off and some money was inside it. <laughs> <laughs> I took my hat off and looked inside, but the money wasn't there. <laughs> it slowly dawned on me that the, mo- <laughs> the money was in a neat little stack on top of my head. <laughs> I, I reached up sheepishly and took the money from my head and gave it to him. Ignominy complete. Uh, keep up the good work. Much love, Tom. Oh my God, Tom! Oh, oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> that, that is up there. That is absolutely up there. We, we were delighted to discover it was in fact a pomegranate. That's, that. <laughs> imagine, imagine being in the audience, just thinking, God, that, that character's an absolute legend. Dandy Dan's a real card, isn't he? Dandy Dan has taken his hat off, rifled around in his hat, reached reached up onto the top of his head, and. Taken the money off i bet you you know that's a nice bit of slapstick business isn't it you can imagine oh, like you can imagine harpo marks doing something like that like looking at his hat you know busting a hole through it reaching around inside but and then realizing the, just the money also, the head. just the way it's the scene starts <laughs> and sam's already walked across the stage on his <laughs> <laughs> oh, I absolutely live for stuff like that. There so must just be so many like yeah. brilliant moments of chaos in in like school production. Yeah, like that. it's so absolutely it's brilliant. So good. The the forgotten the forgotten cue. I love it. Mm. <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clarky, do you want to read the next one? Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is from Fiona by a patron. Uh, no idea Funny why I'm spelling just Adrian. Spent... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea why I've just spent ten minutes thinking about this. I can only assume it's lockdown anniversary madness. But what would the what would the teams? Uh, sorry, what would the team choose as their names if they were gladiators on nineties TV hit Gladiators? My Ooh. suggestions: Emma, caution. Matthew Crosbow, Crossbow, even sure. Ben Birdkiller, Tom Topaz. Sorry, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Bye. It's a really good sign off, actually. Um, I think that's a great email. It's a great question, and actually yeah. has really good guesses. Not bad yeah. at all. <clears throat> Crossbow, yeah. I think, uh, is, is is very strong. I'm happy with that. Crossbow's nailed on for you. I think. I think. I, I'd argue Clarky's might. I like After Dark for Clarky, but um, it doesn't I quite don't know like. It, it's kind of tough. Work. What is the? Because like, first of all, the gladiators they they weren't necessarily. It wasn't like um. It's not Robot Wars. 
no, not, they're not aggressive names no, necessarily, are they? And there's they? no like, like alliteration either with with the person's name. So, like after dark, like, after dark wouldn't work for Clarky because that would have been reserved for a gladiator of color because they were super keen on yeah reminding it, it, you. Yeah. Yes, if, that's yeah, very like, true. Nightshade. If you were a black gladiator, you had to have a name that were like Saracen, a yeah. Shadow. You know, Rhino. They were all. They, it was pretty. Um, it was like you couldn't just be black and a gladiator yeah it was rum stuff wasn't it back in the yeah, day yeah it was um, so so after dark would probably be reserved for someone else um but then i think bird killer i mean you know we should remember john the bird flew away so you know that's it's allegedly i bird bird saver but bird, bird saver is not a great <laughs> the bird man of alcatraz uh bird bird man's not bad Birdman isn't bad, actually. Yeah, I think you know, like because you could you could imagine a real personality. I think there'd be something a bit there'd be something a bit um, a bit Howling Mad Murdoch about you. The Birdman would be a bit crazy, you know. Yes. He'd be like like you know in the same way that Wolf had the real personality of being like proper, you know, proper mean and a bit wild. Yeah, I think Birdman would have this uh, the similar thing. I think he's hit on it though, isn't it? It's like it is like finding something that's personality driven. Yeah. I, I think we're going to have to reference the fact that your ass is up on your shoulders because in those days, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. It's going to be, it'd almost be completely out, wouldn't it? In a, in like, a vest. Like, in what, a about leotard, ca- what, yeah. about, what about camel? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. For two reasons. Firstly, he smokes them. Secondly, check him out in that leotard. He's well, not no, a hunchback. Two, for two reasons. You can see them both. You can both on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, Caution. That's exactly right. He would come on to my hump by the black yeah. eyed peas yeah. as well wouldn't he yes yeah, yeah, love absolutely. it um great dogs die in hot karaoke a feature that just gathers momentum all the time from blind kate via puppy flat share at gmail.com get in touch oh hi i am probably far too late to be jumping on the karaoke bandwagon but please describe yourself is in one of my oh please describe yourself it's one of my favorite albums ever if I was ever burning an album for someone, I would always put Lounger on the end of the album as that was definitely and still is my theme tune. I am just a lazy get. Oh, that era. <laughs> Blind Kate, you've taken us right back to an era there. If I was ever burning an album for someone. Yeah. That is, there's nothing like mid noughties burning and burning an album. You don't make a mixtape. You burnt an album for someone. Mm. Bloody hell. That was, evocative stuff um if clarky could sing it for me it would be absolutely amazing oh no no i can't remember lounger do you remember yeah thank you, you remember so how that goes no bloody i don't hell. listen to this thank you so much bloody hell you are still the best five pounds i've spent each month during lockdown oh. without you boys i don't know what i would have done cheers everyone bye blind kate kiss kiss no. kiss Thank you, Blind Kate. That's Thank it. you so much. Well, also, I mean, the, the, it's it's a two-way street because uh, without you and the rest of our lovely uh, Patreon subscribers, we, I mean, you know, like you say, like we say, it's it's democratic. You know, the reason we're still doing this is because uh, you're still here. Yeah, we'd probably have going to blink first. Episode one hundred, <laughs> wouldn't we, of the lockdown? If there was no one, if there was no, no one, one there, we would have got to. We would have got to the the big the, the, the big one hundred. Yeah, and then we would have got to. Yeah. Well, our hundredth episode was episode ninety nine. So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then have you had a, have you had a listen, Clarky? Have you had a had a listen? Oh, to I, the I haven't. No. That gave you the perfect opportunity. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I thought. I'll tell you how to do your job, but. 
I thought that's, that's what we were doing. I thought we were buying yeah. some sweet time for Clarky to have a quick, a quick refresher <laughs> and course. And on it, he did definitely look like he wasn't like he wasn't zoned into the conversation. Oh yeah, I wasn't I was like, zoned in. Of course not. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you chucking he the disappeared? <laughs> he was. I thought, hello. He's, he's like, this is, what, what a pro! I thought he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. Yeah. Right. Have you had a listen now, Clarky? Uh, I, I've had a slight listen. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sing it. I don't know it well enough. Out of, give us, out give of us the... your best lounger. Give us your, your, your um, as much as you can do for, for for poor old blind Kate, who's asked so nicely and said that without you boys, I don't know what I would have done. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the least you could do is the least you could do is but is bone up a little bit on this song, lounger, and have a, have a quick sing of it. <laughs> oh dear. Well, look, I tell you what, play it and sing along to it. Well, you, we won't be able, we won't be able to hear it on, on there. Why don't so that, we just why don't we just let him do it next episode as like a special performance? Yeah, you know what? Absolutely, we'll yeah, start. Go we'll, on then. we'll start the yeah. we'll start the next episode. We'll we'll after the the first the first jingle, we'll throw straight to Clarky, who's gonna give us. Who's gonna have forgotten about it? And then panicked again. No, not not our not <laughs> no, our Clarky. Yeah, no way. Not. Who who on earth do you think you're talking about there? No, not our Clarky. The camel. <laughs> oh, you've given it. me the absolute humps. <laughs> um, shall we do another? And uh, should we do another? Another quick? Uh, another quick message? Um, we've had. Uh, I mean, I can't stress enough. Please don't send these in. But we've had another. What am I looking at right now? This is from. <laughs> yeah. This is from Mark via Pappy's Flatshare at gmail.com I'm currently I'm currently on Glasgow Queen Street Station, lower level, looking at an old woman on the train before mine to Millingavy, and I need to pee. Okay, mm. um, I know it. I get it. This is interesting because it always this, this always uh, chimes with you, Parry, doesn't it? When it's foodstuffs, I know it. I get it. Smoked salmon, raw funky fish that is somehow eaten with eggs. Interesting. Mark, yeah. what do you think about that, man? Uh, I think I can see that one actually. It's not funky though. It's I don't. I, I, smoky I, and salty. Yeah, funky. What do you mean funky? Do they think that it's something like a bit like pickled herring oh. or something like that? I think yeah. he knows he's not gonna want to eat it though. He knows smoked it's not. Salmon. It's not his taste. Smoked salmon is is like a salmon generally i would say is a bit of a bland fish it's quite nice a bit like the chicken of the fish world like on, it, it we, takes sorry, on flavor we, pretty we, well we started clarky time <laughs> <laughs> apologies apologies for talking i have <laughs> yeah well we i think, put out I think the smoke salmon episode, poor old clark the clarky file everyone's gonna Spend a lot of time wondering. That's where the real tension yeah, yeah. is. That's the meat of the he piece. Is, that is it. Yeah. He is the. Would you like a cup of tea, man? Would you like a cup of tea? Yeah. It's like you know. It's like when Silent Bob speaks in those early, uh, you know, a few askew movies. That's. That, it's exciting. It's an exciting moment. Um. So go and Clark. You were saying about about salmon. Well, I th- I think I think smoked salmon is by far the best iteration of salmon. Do you think so? Yeah. So I think if you like salmon, smoked salmon is, it's, it's up. Very there. good. Very good on the barbecue. Nice bit of salmon. Very good on the barbecue. Also a curry. If you ever end up with us oh, with a, 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 a salmon curry, 
Is it's it a, a hat, that? I think, yeah, there's... I'll, the, and I'll, I'll take it, I poke, I like it poached. Oh, a lovely bit of poached salmon, yeah. Mm. Oh, poached salmon is nice. Very yeah. nice, very nice. Oh, but well, I think, yeah, you, I mean, I do I do love smoked salmon as well. Um, salmon chat. How do you like your salmon listener? Get in touch. <laughs> get in touch, guys. at gmail.com. Salmon chat. How do you like your salmon chat? Uh, right, time for a bit of clock time and then we're off? Always. Oh hi. Tick tock. Tick tock. Oh hi. Tick tock. Tick tock. Oh hi. A little bit of clocking time. A little bit, please. A little bit of clocking time. A little bit of clocking time. Tell us what you got. A little bit of clocking time. Oh hi. Oh hi. I was thinking the other day, and now I've not, I, I, I jotted this down, and I'm going to be honest, when I jotted it down, I was I was a little bit drunk. So this... Uh, Here we go. <laughs> but this was my rant. It's about, it, uh, it starts with, cars are mad. Yeah, cars <laughs> and are mad. That was my whole take. I said, like, cars, cars are mad. Salad is all over the place. Cars are mad. Uh, it, uh uh, and, and the reason for this is, is probably the most impressive single item I've ever owned is a car in terms of like its heft, what it's able to do, the technology involved. Um, but you can buy them like super cheap, like even for like, you'd think how much the, the metal alone would be worth. At, at, like my first car, I think it was 275 pounds. But then on the other side, cars are, are equally mad on the other end of the spectrum where they they can be like what, half a million pounds. For, and it's essentially the same thing. And there's such a massive weird disparity between what people pay and what people think a car is worth. I personally don't think they're worth much. Like there's much point in spending a lot of money in a car, but some people like will spend more money on their car than any other thing that they ever own in their life. I, I, I just, I just think cars are mad. Like they're, they're they're amongst us. We've got very used to them. But when you actually break it down, you look at a car like fucking hell. That's mad. I drive around in my car and it's worth barely anything at all. Uh, on the same roads, doing the exact same jobs of other cars that are that are like, like like a hundred times the price, literally. Like the car, cars are mad. Oh, bye. Oh, we have spent some time with Cookie. Our life's much better now. He's filled our brains with knowledge and info that's It's a tricky one this week because I've got. I feel like I've got a real right, a real desire to reply to it. But that's the rules. Are you okay? You need that's to. That's the rules. You need to go, Tom. Uh, the axe man is at the window. Um, he, the axe man come. The axe man. He well. He, he the axe man. He, he was listening to that Clarky time, and I think. Oh no! What a what a time for him to be the secret I mean, shopper. He's the axe. It's just he's at the window and he he's kind of pointing oh, the and kind of cometh for he's, the he's, way, he's waving his axe. So sharpened. Why has it gone to your kids? house rather than Clarkie's? It just feels like just I'm just saying he has he's not in the house yet, but 
something well, about that Clarky type summoned him. This is what happens. He <laughs> he visits, he visits, he gives Clarky fair warning. He visits Parry. He visits yeah. you, Corsham. He All visits I'm me. Is, yeah, he's just, he's, he's arrived at my, yeah, he's given me the sign. On the, th- yeah. It's like, it's like, a, it's like I have to make sure. That way. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't tell. Oh, no, not again. I, uh, it's really, okay, it really just, scares me. Saying, he only turns up saying. at midnight and he, oh. Uh, yeah, he's also, he's one of those mask deniers as well, isn't he? So it's, you know, it's not, it's not tap, safe. Tap, tap, And he's a Send close talker. Send him straight to Clarkie's. Oh, well, I, need to, I need to make sure the feature, feature's gone before he gets to me. Otherwise, you know what happens. Uh, we yeah. know what happens if I we get cold. Arrives. Um, anyway, lovely episode, everyone. Uh, produced as ever by <laughs> Emma Corsham. Corsham team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. I am a chimp in the morning. And I tell you what, I feel like a chimp in the afternoon. I am a chimp in the morning. What's that over there? It's a face of truth. Well, there you go. If you like that sort of thing, then it's out there waiting for you. It certainly for, is. For a very reasonable <laughs> price. Get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share and join the Patreon community today. As you can see, we uh, we get your emails, we read out your emails, we chat to you. We also have, I mean, the, the chats are freewheeling, they're expansive, they're unedited. So you really get, the, you get raw Pappy's. Oh, and that's yeah. not, you know, like, and that is a good thing. It's like, it's like sushi. And that is a good or, thing, okay? You know, raw. It's like, it's, you know, it's one of those instances where, where raw is good. It's yeah, not like a bad like, barbecue, like, all right? Yeah, it's it's like a chicken, just a delicious <laughs> exactly. raw chicken. It's a chi- it's the chicken sushi of the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twitchy chicken. It's a twitchy chicken. Yeah, it's a um, twitchy chicken. Join us on Twitch, by the way, for our twitchy chicken. <laughs> Let's not try and promote that now. Um, Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. Join us there, please. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.